more political fallout from that policing issue situation in Surrey. Uh, about a week ago, on April 5th, Surrey's mayor, Brenda Locke, posted a statement on the city's website that Metro Vancouver's mayors unanimously passed a motion to support Surrey's decision to retain the RCMP as the police of jurisdiction. This is effectively backing Brenda Locke in her initiative, but at least two Surrey city councillors say the other mayors did not support Brenda Locke. And Linda Annis is one of those councillors. She joins us this afternoon. Hi, Linda. Good afternoon. So, Linda, are you suggesting that the mayor's council did not endorse Brenda Locke? The mayor's council did not endorse uh, the Surrey Uh, police service moving or staying with the RCMP. What they did endorse was asking Minister Farnworth for a hasty decision. They wanted a decision forthwith because, as we know, that this has been dragging on for quite some time and it is impacting the other municipalities. But unequivocally, they did not indicate support for either the Surrey Police Service or the RCMP. The mayor somehow has misconstrued that. What do you think her motive was with that statement? Well, that would be a great question for her, but I just think that when you don't have the facts that are correct and you post it on a city website and issue a media release about it, there should be some sort of a retraction. And plus that, I do think there's an apology owed to the residents of Surrey and to uh, the other mayors. Uh, She is misquoting what their uh, intentions were, and she needs to set the record straight. So let's talk about uh, this decision that Mike Farnworth has to make. You're saying that he's taking too long, but it's a pretty serious situation and a lot of money involved. It is a huge decision. It will be the biggest decision, certainly as a city councillor or in his case, that he probably will ever make. Um, changing a police force the size of Surrey is no small task when you consider, you know, what the impact could be on other municipalities and what the cost will be to residents of Surrey. And, you know, Minister Farmworth hasn't been getting all of the facts that he's needed. I know in the first report that went to Victoria to him, there was more than 40 assumptions made about how we might go back to the RCMP. And that's just not on, And including, you know, financial assumptions. Uh, nobody seemed to be able to agree on the numbers. And quite frankly, I think the numbers uh, in terms of what it would cost to move forward with the transition or to stay with the RCMP should be done by an independent person, not by the RCMP, not by Surrey Police Service or the city staff, because nobody seems to be able to agree on those numbers. But Minister Farnworth is also getting uh, feedback and uh, advice from um, his own ministry on this. He absolutely is. You know, he, he, in the end of the day, is the top cop for British Columbia, and he's looking to the experts uh, uh, in his ministry, but he needs to get accurate information from the municipality in which is going to be affected. Uh, it's, you know, really, in the end of the day, he needs the facts, and he also needs to make the decision about how, with whichever police force uh, Surrey goes with or stays with, how will it impact public safety, not just in Surrey, but also throughout British Columbia? So right now, you have both the RCMP and the Surrey Police Service uh, basically taking care of Surrey's policing issues. This is a lot of money being spent, um, and you have had to approve a 12.5% property tax hike. How do you think that is going over with taxpayers in Surrey? The tax increase is going over horribly with the residents of Surrey. And again, it comes down to the fact that there's things in the budget 
like an $85 million um, severance package for the Surrey Police Service uh, if we do go back to the RCMP. And that's a huge number and a significant uh, contribution to our tax increase. But we don't even know if that's the right number or what we're doing. So clearly, you know, we need to, to get the facts on the table. What are the facts, though? It seems like you're saying that everyone has these assumptions. What, it, what are the concrete facts here? Well, and that's the problem. We don't know. And it's right from the get-go since uh, I was re-elected back uh, in October of this year, I've been calling for an independent person to get the Surrey Police Service, the RCMP, and the city all in one room. And let's agree on the numbers. Let's agree what it would look like for the residents of Surrey. And that hasn't happened. And I think that's uh, a huge mistake on the part of uh, our current council. This policing issue, do you think this is a major turning point for the residents of Surrey and that they've lost faith in your council and in your and in your mayor? Well, I think we just this has been an issue that's been going on now for five years. What we need to do is just get it settled once and for all and move on with what we were all elected to do. And that's making sure our city is safe, that our garbage is being picked up, that we're keeping up with our schools, our parks, our recreation you know, um, centers and, and roads, just to name a few things, not singularly focused on the policing issue. And that's what it feels like we've been doing. But Linda, do you think that they've lost faith in this city, in this city council? I think they have. I mean, we, this has just been going on far too long and people want a decision. The only thing that they want to know is that they're going to feel safe in their city and that um, when they call the police, that they will get a prompt response. Okay, Linda, thank you for your time this afternoon. Thank you. My pleasure.